anything that was put in place when we were children from our uh, environment, whether it was like our internal family system or like our community or society um, is, you know, that that keeps us safe. It's a survival. Anything outside of that, anything new, um, our brain registers it as, hey, that could, you know, that, that could be a problem. So let's not do that. Let's keep you small and safe. You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. And welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. I am so pleased to be joined by our guest, recovery coach, hypnosis coach, Amber Jamison. How are you doing today, Amber? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks, Damon. I'm so glad that you're on the show because I, I, you know, you are on recovered life as one of the coaches and, uh, I was so thrilled when you joined because there's so much, uh, lore and myth around hypnosis. And I want to dive into that a little bit because I know that, you know, hypnosis, uh, Amber is used a lot. We hear about it a lot in quitting smoking addiction, Right but we don't hear about it a ton in alcohol and drug recovery as much. And you have such great insight on that. And because you do uh, hypnosis and you, you've been through this whole thing, I want to have you on the show to kind of dive into this. If anybody's thinking about it, it really, you know, I want the show really to be a primer about what it is and what it's not. Awesome. So tell me, Amber, a little bit about your story. I know you, uh, you used hypnosis in addiction and that's how you got turned on to this, right? Yeah. So hypnotherapy was my first form of recovery for my, my recovery journey. I, it kind of started when, um, COVID happened and we were all kind of in lockdown and I was kind of coming into some of the worst times of my addiction. And I knew that if I didn't make a change, that, you know, it wasn't going to be good. And so I called a hypnotherapy friend that was giving out sessions for a discounted price at the time. And she was kind of going through school and uh, just kind of finishing up some of her uh, practicals. And I did a session with her. And after the first session, I felt, um, I felt a huge relief. Um, it was very different than what I thought I was going to experience. Uh, it was very relaxing, uh, very therapeutic, very healing. And it, uh, it just really was a pivotal point in my recovery and therapy journey. Um, I stayed and did therapy with her for uh, a couple months, just kind of working on anxiety and, and stress. And then we eventually, I, we worked on getting me completely sober, which was very cool. So that's really kind of not a path that you hear about a lot. Um, you know, and I, I, I wanted to demystify a little bit about hypnosis. Honestly, Amber, I know this scares a lot of people. When I first thought, you know, when I first heard about hypnosis, I was like, okay, uh, the last thing I want to do is be brainwashed, especially in the recovery journey. It's already confusing enough, right? In the recovery journey. I don't want to be brainwashed. I don't want to do anything against my will. I don't want to, you know, all of those things. Can you shed a light about actually what hypnosis is? Because I think a lot of people have a, 
misinterpretation of actually what hypnosis is. Absolutely. So what hypnosis is not, it's not sleep, it's not blacking out, it's not uh, amnesia. Um, a lot of times what you see in the media is what is stage hypnosis. It's for entertainment purposes. Um, and there's a lot of different reasons it's for entertainment purposes. When they go up on stage and they're doing a performance, they are also asking for volunteers that are volunteering themselves to go up there and either quack like a duck or bark like a dog. So there's a lot of different things that are kind of going into play there. Um, but the media has kind of represented or put out an image that is very um, not what hypnotherapy is used for and um, especially not in the therapeutic sense. So what hypnotherapy is, is um, best put by my teacher, Grace Smith, is meditation with a goal. It's getting the brain into a very deep state, a deep relaxed state, the theta brainwave, and having a conversation with your subconscious mind about where your, what's going on, what blocks you have, what are you wanting to accomplish or uh, kind of rewrite or rewire? We're kind of recreating and rewiring new neural pathways. So from the age zero to seven, you, your brain is in full theta. Your conscious mind has not fully developed until about age seven. So everyone has kind of a default subconscious from age zero to seven. So what uh, hypnotherapy allows us to do is allows us to kind of create a new subconscious, which allows you to uh, be able to overcome certain habits, certain behaviors, certain belief systems that are were holding you back, just set from default. Your subconscious is also uh, here to keep you safe. So anything that doesn't make us feel safe or doesn't keep us in survival, our brain um, wants to go back to the default. And a lot of times there will be a lot of self-sabotage. So hypnotherapy allows us to kind of move past that. Um, yeah. I love that. You know, one of the, and I'm, I'm glad that you're demystifying hypnotherapy a little bit, because I think it's a way to really tap into what you really want, right? Because I think one of the issues, and of course, Amber and I are not doctors, so we're not prescribing anything and telling you that this is the path. You should always check with the medical professional uh, before you do anything, any kind of treatment. But, you know, I, what I, what I love about hypnotherapy is um, it's a, it's a way to get past that block of what I really want, but can't figure out how to get there. And the more we go into alcoholism, drug abuse, eating disorders, um, you know, dysfunctional eating, uh, sex addiction, all this other stuff, we know that it's a neuro pattern. And sometimes it's a trauma response too, right? So it's, it's really, we're not under our own self will and control over making a lot of decisions when it comes to that subconscious mind. Isn't, isn't that correct? Yes, absolutely. And it's, and it's doing its job. That's the thing is um, anything that was put in place when we were children from our uh, environment, whether it was like our internal family system or like our community or society um, is, you know, that 
that keeps us safe. It's a survival. Anything outside of that, anything new, um, our brain registers it as, hey, that could, you know, that, that could be a problem. So let's not do that. Let's keep you small and safe. And uh, also anything that exposes us, like uh, public speaking, that's a big one against like our natural evolution. You know, uh, public speaking used to really could really harm us back in the day. And that's just a deep kind of survival mechanism. Um, entrepreneurship, uh, being able to do different work that's really outside of your comfort zone, anything new, um, anything new. So uh, yeah, so it's just a wonderful way to be able to go back in and create new neural pathways that allow us to kind of move forward and through to the things that we actually want. Um, yeah, it's, there's so much information. It's so exciting. <laughs> I love it. I've had so many, so many, I've had so much, um, amazing experiences and results. So I'm, I just get so excited speaking about it. So Amber, going back to, uh, that dark time, when you were faced with your own addiction. Um, what was that like? Were you scared to try hypnotherapy? Were you like, what were you feeling during that period of time that many people that are listening to this that might be struggling and, and you know, struggling in recovery, they might actually be sober, but they're just, their lives just aren't where they want to be. What were your feeling? What were you feeling at the time that that happened? And, and, you know, how did you transform yourself? Because you have a very big life now. Take me back there to what you're feeling and then what happened. So um, at the time that I started hypnotherapy, I had tried regular uh, cognitive behavioral therapy before for many years. Um, I was struggling with um, an eating disorder that I had for many years. And also I was an, uh, an alcoholic at that time. And I had a lot of depression and I had a lot of anxiety. And, um, and so I just kind of hit this spot where I was like, I need something to work. I need something to, to really, I kind of hit like, I need to try something new and that I it's totally out of my comfort zone to see what I can get moving here with some of this, these emotions that I was having. And so, um, I gave it a shot. I just tried it out. Um, it was very healing. It was very relaxing. I felt very, very safe. Um, I also felt like I had choice. I have choice the whole time throughout a session and I also felt like I got to reconnect with myself that um, I had kind of lost for a long period of time. And I will say that I have used hypnotherapy over the past couple of years uh, consistently, um, many months in between within with, with it or without it. And I honestly don't struggle with depression anymore. Um, my anxiety, I really don't struggle with anxiety anymore. Um, it, it has improved a lot of my um my joy and uh, my mental state, I, I'm able to process things faster. There's just uh, a lot of really amazing benefits to it, depending on whatever it is that you're looking for. I love that. You know, when we come back from this quick break, Amber, I want to dive into the real transformational size, because I know that a lot, bunch of people that are listening to this right now, they're saying, you know what? Okay, I want to give this a try. But I know you, you, you have a formula 
that will find out who hypnosis is going to work for, the things that you have to do before maybe you decide that you want to do this, what you're going to be open to, what you're not, and then how to pick the right hypnotherapist for you. So when we come back, Amber is going to shed some light on those and give us some power tips if you want to use hypnotherapist, uh, uh, hypnotherapy in your addiction recovery. We're going to be right back after this quick break. Are you looking for inspiration and guidance on how to shift your mindset in recovery? Join Haley Schroeder's at Recovered Life's Shift Your Mindset meeting. Haley explores the importance of mindset in your recovery every week and how it can be one of our most powerful tools in the journey towards change. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your life and your mindset. Take control over the quality of your recovery. RSVP now for Shift Your Mindset, held every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific. See you there. You're listening to The Recovered Life Show. And I am back with my guest, Amber Jamison. We're talking about the role of hypnosis in addiction recovery uh, Amber, that was such great information that you gave before the break. Let's dive into it, though. Let's go deep, deep, deep here into the subconscious mind about blocks that people are going to have in using this. Now, I want to be upfront. I have never used hypnotherapy in the extent that you're talking, talking about, but I've had friends in recovery that have been stuck uh, with certain addictions that couldn't get out, and this was the pivotal thing to, to do. Right. This is the thing that really enlarged them and got them on the path to really being able to make the choices that they wanted to make. So tell us real quick, who is right for hypnotherapy and who is not right for hypnotherapy? Great question. So the one um, the one thing that hypnotherapy is no, it cannot work for is anybody that struggles with any form of schizophrenia. Um, other than that. It's great for anybody. Uh, it works for everyone. Other than that, it is a wonderful therapeutic uh, modality that supports and works as partner with anyone that is also working with a mental health professional. So if you have, if you are struggling with other forms of mental illness or struggles, um, I really highly recommend that you see. Uh, that you work with a therapist or whatever mental health uh, professional that is that's for you, and then have hypnotherapy as uh, a modality that also complements it. It works best that way because we are not trained in uh, knowing specific and detailed understanding of certain mental health uh, um, problems. Yeah. So it's not, you know, just to be clear, what hypnotherapy is not is it's not therapy, right? Yes. It's not a psychologist. It's not prescribing you medication. It's not doing any of that kind of stuff. So if anybody's trying to sell you a hypnotherapy session that does do that, I would run, right? Like yes. that's definitely not something that it does. So now we've kind of defined who it's right for. Amber, tell us here um, how to get prepared to pick, like, how do you pick the right hypnotherapist for you? Because there's got to be some trust involved. I think, especially with addiction recovery, for me, that would be my biggest stumbling block. It's maybe not even worrying if it's going to work or not. It's more like, do I really want to trust this person? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, great question. So uh, hypnotherapy is something that is not like internationally regulated yet. It's a lot like massage therapy where each state has its own regulation of what it's required. Um, so I highly recommend that you find somebody that is uh, uh, certified through um, some kind of, uh, like for me, for instance, I'm certified, I'm IAC certified, which is International Association of Counselors and Therapists. So I'm regulated through them, I'm certified through them. And also there's requirements for me to have every year, every two years to keep that certification up. Uh, also, the school that I went to was an IACT uh, certified school. So I definitely recommend finding somebody that has uh, the credentials. And um, yeah, because it isn't always as regulated. And there are people out there that will just say, oh, yeah, I am one. And they don't have any reg they don't they don't have any certifications. And I, I don't believe that that's a good fit for anybody. Um, yeah, and, and also what are the yeah. what are the dangers uh, with picking somebody who does not know what they're doing, right? Like that's what I would think too, because you know not only are you just going to waste your time and you'll be totally confused, I think, but there are dangers of picking the wrong hypnotherapist, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just it's not going to be a therapeutic experience. You're not going to have somebody that was trained properly, and. Um, I don't think you're going to get the results you're looking for either personally, because the school that we've I've had to do, I've had to have extensive school for each kind of situation that comes up in hypnosis. Yeah. And so l l let's talk about the results here and the breakthroughs that you have. I mean, one of the things that we talk about in the recovered life community all the time and on the show is a lot of times, Amber, we just have to get over ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the recovery that we want is there. If we could just get over ourselves, it's like nothing's no one, no one per, people place or thing is actually stopping us Our our the way in which we think is stopping us. Right. So mm -hmm. as we start to change our thinking, I imagine hypnosis is a really great way to kind of get down and find out what you really want and to get on a path so that you can start working for that. Let's talk about case studies here. What are some of the results that you can get from hypnotherapists? Like walk us through that, that like if somebody comes to you and they're uh, struggling in relapse or they're, they're sober, but they just, they just really can't get their life together, right? They're stuck. Tell us kind of what people can expect if they go to a good hypnotherapist and really do the work. Mm, great question. It just depends on each situation. Um, for one thing that comes to mind is, um, the wonderful and really cool thing about hypnotherapy is that it's we're kind of removing a problem. So we're going to the subconscious and let's say your conscious mind wants this, but your subconscious is saying this. We're going in and removing whatever blocks are in the way of the subconscious. So when there is an absence of a problem, it's subtle. You don't really realize um, that the problem is... It's a subtle, it's a subtle feeling um, when something is removed. So for instance, if you are in addiction um, and you're in recovery for alcoholism, and let's say on your drive home, you have to pass a liquor store every single day and it drives you nuts. 
and there's a lot of cravings or different feelings that come up with this, um, you would do a hypnotherapy session around, you know, this liquor store being a problem and you driving by it, let's say, and whatever work needs to be done there will be done. And then the results, what they would look like is, let's say a couple days go past and all of a sudden you don't even realize you're driving by that liquor store anymore. You don't even recognize it. It's very subtle. You won't even really notice until like you look back and go, I haven't even thought about that liquor store in a couple weeks. And so it's a very subtle process. It's kind of a retroactive experience that you kind of have to look back at. You will know, you usually will notice results within one, like a couple of days. For me, it was around three days. I would notice a, a shift um, in some type of belief or behavior or pattern that I would do. Uh, also, one thing I will say is because the media has kind of blown up a uh, disproportionate understanding of hypnotherapy, there is a lot of people out there that will be like, oh, one session with me and you'll be done smoking easy and quick. Um, and it, sometimes that does happen. There's cases where that absolutely does happen. I don't want to say that they don't, but a lot of times it will take a couple of sessions. Usually um, it can take, you know, three to four sessions, or it could take 10 sessions, just depends on where you're at. Um, but like, for instance, for me and alcohol, I mean, it probably took me to really let go of the craving of it. It probably took me about six sessions. And I and then yeah. maybe I would have a session uh, once a year after that, just to kind of revamp it a little bit. So I hope that's answering that question. Yeah, absolutely. So you're basically what you're doing with hypnotherapy is you're retraining that those patterns in your mind, right? You're identifying where those patterns are and you're diverting them like a river almost. Yes. So typically if you would go to the liquor store because you have a craving, your next action was go to the liquor store. What you're do really doing with hypnotherapy is you're rechanneling that to, to lead somewhere else. Is that, is that correct? Yes. Yes. And it's in a sense, you're kind of re recreating your subconscious, you're creating these new neural pathways towards the things that you do want. And so there'll be new healthy behaviors that you'll decide to do instead, or um, things that you'll be looking, it's, 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 a, it's an amazing process. But yes, absolutely. So Amber, if somebody, final thoughts here, if somebody is like, you know what, I, I think that this might be for me, but I'm really, really scared. Like I just, I just, uh, they're unsure of it, right? They've seen it work for other people. What are your final thoughts with this based on your experience and what you've done? Talk to that person that's listening right now. What are your final thoughts? I would say, I would say give it a shot. It's It was the one thing that worked for me. Um, if you ever feel uncomfortable, even when you go into a session and you're like, I don't feel comfortable, you can always not do the session. Um, but it, it was always a very therapeutic, very healing process for me. If you like meditation, you'll love it. Um, it also lasts hours after the session. So you'll be in a very deep, relaxed state for many hours after the session. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I totally believe in it. I've had the, a, an amazing experience with it. Um, 
So yes, I would say give it a shot. It's worth it, especially if you're hurting and you're in a lot of pain or you're struggling a lot. This is a wonderful modality that's becoming more mainstream that is very healing. So I love that. And it is all about healing. Amber, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We're going to hear much more from you in the future. Thank you so much for coming on, shedding some light about hypnosis, what it is, what it is not. Thanks so much. Thank you. Guys, we're going to put links to how you can get a hold of Amber on Recovered Life. We're going to put them in the show notes. So definitely, if this is something that you want to explore or just set up a quick meeting with her to really discuss, you know, maybe your fears about it and hesitations about where you're at with it. And if it's going to work for you, go ahead and check it out. We'll put all the links in the show notes. Thanks so much, Amber. Thanks. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life. Recovered Life is a peer support network with direct access to top recovery coaches, content, community, and quality peer support meetings that can be accessed virtually. Whether you're pursuing a 12-step program, not involved in 12 steps, spiritual, agnostic, atheist, or just trying to figure it out, you're welcome here. Sign up today and access unlimited group meetings for only $19.99 a month. And because we know you'll love it, we're offering you your first 30 days for free. Don't wait. Visit recoveredlife.us and become a member today.